I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. in a clone wars. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to Clone Balls, where two similar pieces of media clash to be crowned champion. Two go in, and only one comes out. And we are back. Myself and Dennis, the denizen of the comic den, is back. No, Well, no longer denizen of the comic den. <laughs> Stop Sorry, it. This too is, soon. It's too soon. The comic too shop soon. is gone. Oh my gosh, financial collapse, uh, bankruptcy. No, no, none of those things. No, no, no. I, I just closed it. He just sold it. Yeah. He just sold it. Yeah. Because the caravan was a better idea. And it was. It, it was. was. It was. Caravan is very nice, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Um, I, I just, just, to just wish you wouldn't shine a light on my failures. <laughs> It's not, you're not a failure, Dennis. You're not a failure. You just made you made a better choice for you and your family, and that's more important than having a comic book shop. So you're saying that I, that I ever ever so often visited. So you're saying that I put my family before comics. I mean, no, and yes, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I, no, nah, 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 nah. nah. I'll do it, money. No. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but Dennis is back. Uh, and we're going to do something a little bit different with the Clone Balls this time, because usually I compare two similar movies. Dennis has uh, been on one. We did the Dracula one a while back. I think that was the last Clone we Balls we did. Um, a very popular episode and one I really enjoyed as well. Um, the Spanish version of Dracula and the Bela Lugosi English version of Dracula. It was really, it was really good. English, probably. English. I guess you could call it English. <laughs> American. Mm. Is that language? Yeah, probably. Someone will argue. I'm speaking American. I'm sure. Um, anyway, uh, going back to... We always go off topic. We always have tangents. Never get, we always try to tell people what we're doing, and then you're always like, what are we doing? That's no, something else. Uh, so we're going to actually compare. We're talking slashers again. The last time we were together, we talked slashers, and we're talking the two classic slasher villains. We're talking Freddy, and we're talking Jason. It's Freddy versus Jason, but this time it's a comic book edition. Dun, dun, dun. So we, I have forked out a lot of money to get two very out-of-print books um, for my and Dennis's pleasure. Um, I've got the Nightmare on Elm Street um, book, a graphic novel, and the Friday the 13th graphic novel. These were both produced by Wildstorm Entertainment when they had the House uh, New Line Entertainment's House of Horror license. So this also includes the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre comic, which I also own, but it's not as good as the title as Freddy vs. Jason versus Leatherface. It's just not a good. Leatherface is versus, versus, versus the Texan the Texan Chainsaw Massacre. Arrest. Anyway, so our reasons for comparison are that these comics were both released by Wildstorm uh, within a year of each other. So Freddy Freddy came first, then Jason, and like I said, both licensed by New Line Entertainment's House of Horror license. Um, these are both written by top tier comic book writers, so they're big names that you will recognise. 
series. And both of these series had a pseudo-sequel in the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash comics when Wildstorm and Dynamite Entertainment teamed up to produce the comic when the movie script was rejected. Amazeballs. I would really like to read those, but guess what? Out of print. They're out of print and fucking well expensive. Yeah, tends to be. These were like 30, 40 quid on their own, which is a yeah. lot for a comic, yeah. uh, even for me. Not but, a lot for a comic for me. No, probably not for, no, not for you and the, you know, the various first appearances you have. Um, but for me, for me, I felt it was a little pricey. But yeah. when, I, when I looked for those, they were about 800 pounds. 800 pounds. 800 pounds for either the single issues or a graphic novel, or I think it was more for the graphic novel than the single issues, but still, ridiculously expensive first appearance of dead man 600 there you go i i would rather have that yeah me too. i would rather have that than, than that i but i get i get why people want to read it and get why it's out of print it just happens these kind of books happen but when lockdown happened i bought a ton of these kind of um like films basically i like comics that were based on cult films and i'm definitely going to do some more coming up about the in these podcasts um going to look at all sorts of different cult films that i've bought i bought i've even bought a couple more recently um two of the highlander comics um uh, I need to kind of go back to that franchise, I think, because I've, I've not really I, I like touched Highlander. it. I've not really touched Highlander for a very long time. There can only be one, you know, seven movies, TV series, two TV series, cat animated series, lots of comic books. <laughs> but there can only be one. There can only be one. Only still, one. Still one. Uh, I think that's the main problem with the Highlander franchise as well, is that main conceit. Yeah, franchise means multiple. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's sold. Just a one. It's finished. Well, yeah. luckily, those books are prequels anyway to the yes. first film. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. But I've got loads of those. I've got Scarface comics. I've got Total Recall comics. I've got The Howling comic uh hellraiser lost boys you name it i've got loads um either digitally or physically um i've even got a few weird ones written by celebrities that i bought during lockdown because i was like i'm not spending my money on anything else not not on you know hookers and beer or anything i might yeah, as well just get yeah. loads of comics so that's what, exactly what i did so that's why i got these and a better investment than than hookers and beer absolutely absolutely last longer well well these these are a gift to you dennis because we've both finished reading them i said you could have them so you can take them home with you to Tonight, but first of all, let's let's just get into it because we talked. You. We talk, <laughs> Don't worry. Well, you're also wearing your your gift that I gave I you. I, I got uh, Dennis. You won't see it, obviously. This is audio. But Dennis, uh, I bought him a. It's a Freddy versus Jason T-shirt, but it is based on the comic book. 181, Incredible Hulk 181, which is the first appearance of Wolverine, and it's a recreation of that cover. And also, in the background, features Mr. Michael Myers, the shape, um, who is playing the part of the Wendigo on that cover. Um, but it's it's a lovely t-shirt, and, and Dennis has not taken it off since I bought it him. Yeah, pretty much so. It was uh, a very late Christmas present, since the other Christmas present didn't arrive, because I put the wrong, day, uh, the wrong address on it, and... And what happened is it went to the wrong address and there's nobody at that address, so it got sent back. And then the company said, oh, by the way, if you put the wrong address on it, we don't refund you. Bye. So I lost out on 35 quid. Oh, well. I I think I'd like this more than the other one. Well, I'm glad. This I'm is, glad. This is my favourite T-shirt in the world. In the world. He's looking I after it. I have done everything in it. Oh, my. Literally everything. Even murder. Even slashy murders. It's, I've done. I've had a slash in it and everything. You've had a slash in it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> literally... Enough. My favourite T-shirt. In well, I'm the glad. Whole I'm wide glad world. you like it because I, I know you've had a little tough time at the moment with stuff, and I'm glad I could bring some happiness to you. More than happiness. More than happiness. I got a twinge and everything. <laughs> Pure ecstasy. Yeah, which is again difficult for me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of this. 
Freddy versus Jason. So Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the comic, is written by Chuck Dixon. And who is the artist, Dennis? Because you've got it in front of you. Uh, West. West. Yeah. West something. Iris West. West. Wally West. 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 Wally West. West. It's uh, Kev- oh, penciler Kevin West. Kevin West. Inker Bob Alman. Mm-hmm. With the covers by various different people. All right. Including the very talented and very nice uh, Ben Oliver. Oh, have you met, have you met Ben yeah, Oliver? Yeah, Ben Oliver's great. He's very good at doing portraits. Ah, okay. You'll see a lot of his stuff on DC at the moment. He's done a lot of portrait stuff. Excellent stuff. So tell me a little bit about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, this this book is is missing some issues. Uh, I think it's two issues. I think it's four and eight, I believe, are missing from it. But those apparently are kind of one-off issues and are kind of just exploring the kind of dream world that Freddy lives in and not a... Uh, what you would call a regular Nightmare on Elm Street tale. Um, but there are two stories in this book. So tell us a little bit about the first story. No. Okay. Are we, what are we compa- how are we comparing them? How are we comparing them? Yes. Okay, you are correct, Dennis, because this is a little bit different from, from the movie ones because usually I'm like, the writing, the directing, the cinematography, the acting, the music, you know, all that sort of stuff. But this time we're only going to compare them in three different ways. So writing, the art and how good an adaptation these comics are of the franchise they are based on. I'm just laughing because what a podcast it would be. Guest, no. 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 Nothing. Nothing at all. I've got nothing to say about this. (laughs) Nothing at all. Yeah, great interviews, great podcast material. Um, So. So what um, what was the plot of the first story, which I think is called Freddy's War? I'm not. It's it's a typical Friday, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's it's, um, female... Um, being well, street being terrorized, teenagers, teenagers falling asleep, dying yeah. in their sleep. It's a little bit like as kind of um, Dream Warrior, Friday Thirteenth, Night fucking Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street, Nightmare. Don't get confused already. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, three Dream Warriors bringing people into the dreams, mm. um, fighting Freddy. Yeah, fighting you know, machine guns. To, yeah, imagining things. Yeah. Um, very strong female lead. Mm. Lots of gore. Freddy looks great. Mm-hmm. I think the art on him looks great, the detail mm. on his face. So, yeah, it's a, it's a new family. It's a yeah, new family yeah. that have moved to Elm Street. They're not really aware of the history of, of Freddy. Which is weird. Um, yeah, it's kind of, but it does... I, I like the police officer yeah. who, who turns yeah. up in both books and is like, oh, you never, you've never worked here before, have you, pal? This is like on-the-beat officer. And he's like, yeah, no. And he's like, well, you've, you'll yeah. see a lot of weird yeah. shit down this Spring street. Springwood is what it is. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> Springwood is what yeah. it is. Nothing's yeah. ever cut and dry here. Yeah, exactly. Cut and dry. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um. There are some puns. There's definitely going to be some puns. But, um, but yes, uh, yeah, so it's a new family. It's uh, uh, army brats yes. and army dad, and they've moved around a bit. So they've had some trouble fitting in and... And problems, and obviously they're having nightmares about a, you know a strange maniac, and then everyone re- realizes they're having dreams about the same one. Um, but there's kind of ni- quite a nice relationship. I, w- I won't name the characters because I can't remember them, and I can't be asked looking them up. Um, but let's just say, call it the brother, the sister, and the dad are the main yes. characters. Yeah. So the the brother and the sister have this kind of bratty kind of you know you know uh, relationship. She she even calls him a I think his name's Bradley, and she calls him Bratley, and they're having a difficult time, and then they. They start school. She's dreaming about, like, you know, wetting herself or being naked in school, like, during a test, you know, that sort of thing. And her her brother, who... I, th- I think they're... T- are they twins? Or, yes. Yeah, the twins. Yeah. 
and they kind of almost share the same dream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that this happens both in both books, in both stories in the mm. book. And she sees Freddie murder him, and then he wakes up, and he's just again just splattered. It is everywhere. a big splatter, isn't oh, it? It's, a, it's very much like I love. I've, I've been rewatching the Nightmare on Elm Street films just to familiarise myself yeah. with the franchise and stuff. Uh, my favourite line in the first one is, "You don't need a stretcher." You need a mop. <laughs> That's my favourite line. Yeah, he does. He does like a bit of slash, doesn't he? He does. He, he just he covers the lots, walls, blood lots everywhere. Blood. Lots of lots. You're of never going to get out with pledge. No. So so then she's struggling with this, and she's kind of investigating and learning about it. She does learn about it, um, and then she, I think, one of her friends gets murdered. Yep. I think, um, and then she's in a. You know, it looks like she's murdered her. You know, the police officers think that. Uh, the dad's like, just talk to me, explain it to me. I want to be there for you. And then it, the dad kind of takes it on board, you know, this totally unrealistic concept of the dream killer and all this sort of stuff. Um, and then he starts talking about, like, how he, in the army, he would, like, ment- go into, like, a mental state or a, um, and they do, like, this kind of, these dreams or meditation type things. It would take them and they kind of, it was all about the ment- mental strength yeah, yeah. as opposed to, like, the physical strength. They have to do this conditioning. Um, and then he goes into the dream with her to protect her and to look after her. And, and then he creates all this he's like i'm gonna prepare the battlefield i'm gonna bring in all the guns and stuff it's so, like nam isn't it? yeah it's like you know, proper like war there's yeah. like you know there's a battlefield there's like he's dropping bombs there's a minefield yeah. for freddie to navigate uh all that sort Bazooka, of stuff machine Bazooka. guns and then and then she's pulling guns from like video games she's yeah, played or yeah. um and then he's got like the m60 machine gun which is the one like yeah. rambo has and and the one the like the helicopters and stuff and she's like that's from rambo isn't it and he's like yeah, sure it is. Because uh, obviously he's been in the army and knows what it's called and stuff. Uh, and she's got like laser guns and things, which is quite fun. Um, it's very imaginative. And I, I like that they, yes. they've taken, uh, like uh, Dixon's taken that main idea of the dream world. And, and again, is, is expanding that and doing stuff that might be too expensive in, you know, a low budget horror film. Like they've taken that, that general idea and that general concept and just gone, right, let's go whole hog with this. Go mental. But yeah, it kind of reminds me, it's a little bit inception a little bit yeah it's yeah. a little bit inceptiony but which is not a bad thing um just keep running just keep shooting it doesn't make sense uh, <laughs> the the kind of action element of uh inception but yeah I, I liked it i enjoyed it It was fun um uh it's it's quick it's pacey it, it doesn't hang around it 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 knows that you're aware of what yes. Nightmare on Elm Street is. Like it's, it knows that you know what it. You wouldn't buy this if you didn't know what you were buying. You would go right. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I love that movie. Well, let's see what the comics like. That's the whole point of licensed titles. Uh, and I think it does that. It doesn't. It doesn't like say, well, this is Freddy, and it, it tells you in like one short paragraph or one short page where it's like, this is Freddy. This yeah. is what happened. This is what he does. On with it, on with the adventure, yeah. on with the story. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't stick around. It doesn't hold, you know. It doesn't hold your hand either. No. Uh, it just, it just like here we go, three issues, full on. Here we go, have some fun, and that's what it does. Yeah, and yeah. The, I think the second story because there's two stories in the book. That's right. The second story for me is far more fantasy. Hmm. Yeah, it's far more kind of out there. And we said about the kind of about what Freddy is. You know, they explain it over four pages, hmm. but he's chasing someone at the same time. Yes, yes. So it's not it's not kind of like an origin story. Yes. It's just like saying he was this, he did this, he did that, he did the other. But at the yeah. same time, he's chasing this on a yeah. student. Yeah, so you've got the action, you know, juxtaposed to the exposition. So yeah. it's not just like, 
hey, let me tell you about Freddy. Freddy yeah, does yeah, this. Yeah. And da, 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 da. It's like it makes the, the action moves and the, the dialogue moves, it's all snappy and pacey yeah, and quick yeah, yeah. and fun. And you never lose that sense of, right, next page, next page. Yeah. And right. it's it's it's... It's quite funny in places too. I think, yeah, you know the fact Freddy still has the little quips and th- and this, they work. Yeah, you know, like in the second story, he's wearing like um, a skin skin suit. suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying so, you know, it's a he brings a whole new style to fashion victim. <laughs> you know, and he's like you know two heads on it kind of stuff. So yeah. it still has those little little quips as kind of like when when the the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. He does. He also and also he does call people bitches. He does call. People he likes bitch. to call he does bitch. like bitch bitch. Bitch. You're my bitch. Oh, bitch. Yeah. Um, and it, the second book's got my favourite death in it. Okay. The, the um, guy on a, um, a skateboard doing a little trick and cuts him in half. Yes, he does, yeah. Which I'd like a lot because it's, it's like how sharp are his knives? Yeah. But this is how sharp they are. Completely cut in half. I love that he's stood in like studying like French. Yes. And then he's like, he's like when he when he gets cut in half and he says something like uh, I don't know. I don't know how you say history in French, but it's like your your history, you know, and it and then cuts him in half. Yeah. I, I love that. But in that, it, it's fancy because you got the Aztec stuff in it. You got the monster. Mm. The, 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 the yeah, there's like a thing, so, isn't it? Like a so yeah. The, so these the second story. Uh, not sure what it's called. I'll just have a quick quick gander. I've got the books in front of us. So I'm just Dream gonna, Demon. Uh, I believe so. I'm just going to check. It's called the Demon of Sleep. Mm. Very close, Dennis. The Demon of Sleep. Um, so this these guys, this group of high schoolers, are like the kind of the mathletes, the kind of the brains, the kind of the, the yeah, nerds, yeah. the, the dorks. They're not the jocks, are they? No, they're not the jocks. They're the big brains and the kind of yeah. So it, so it's almost and they talk about Freddy going between social groups and going for different social groups, which is an interesting idea in itself. Uh, being in a high school and stuff. And they're all having the same dream. They realise and they talk about it. Know the legend of Freddy. They know all the kind of you know. And again, like you said, they explain it quite quickly and get it out of the way. And then they're into the action. And one of these one of these kids comes up with the idea of offering a sacrifice to this demon. Yeah. Um, this Aztec demon who would protect um, Aztec sleepers. Yes. Um, when the the like the dark demon of the Aztec culture again. Won't try and pronounce the names because no. I'm I'm going to struggle. Um, it's very but, long as well. Yeah, it's it? like none of Zen. Lots of Zeds. Yeah, lots of Zeds and stuff. But um, it's in the book. I'll be on, again. You pro- most people won't, probably won't be able to get all of these books, not for cheap. So you probably won't be able to read them yourself. Uh, but you'll just have to go off what me and Dennis say and what we think of them. And I quite I quite like the the when it shows the Aztecs and it shows all the statues and mm. the one of Freddy. Yeah, his face there is like. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that comes into play in one of the deaths yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like it a does, big yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I think I think as much as I love Jason, I think there's something about Freddy, which I, I think on the whole I prefer. Um, I prefer the Friday the Thirteenth franchise to the Nightmare on Elm Street I'm, franchise. I'm the same. Yeah, I yeah. do really like Robert Englund. I do like the character, but I think there's something. There's something I, I like the concept of of killing people in their sleep and stuff. I like the rules that it sets up, mm. which some of the films kind of go, eh, you know, no, none of those rules. Uh, just sack them off, a bit like Highlander in a way. Just kind of sack off the, the established rules yeah, yeah. and stuff and the continuity. You're now from space. <laughs> You're now an alien yeah, for well, some reason because yeah. you you can't be the only one anymore. And since a you Scottish killed alien, you killed all the only ones. So so mm. now aliens. So, anyway, anyway, but yeah, what do you think of the the writing in this one because it's written by Chuck, Chuck Dixon Chuck Dixon of who's, who's, Batman fame yeah, Nightwing, Nightwing fame who, who's kind of like Robin fame during the 90s was probably his, that was his heyday yeah, yeah. Um, I think he writes dialogue very well hmm. it comes across in the book the dialogue's like it's snappy yeah um, it doesn't hang around it doesn't no. doesn't treat you like you're silly it just yeah. gets straight onto it the dialogue between everyone's in there is all relevant yeah 
for me. There's again, no again there's a, yeah, there's a, there's enough character development. Yeah. Like, I wanted to ask you this: How well do you think slasher movies, like reading these, yeah. and I'm sure you've read some of the slashery type yeah, yeah. comics in the in the past, you know, as much as you like slashers, do you think that they, as a form of media, as a slasher movie, does that translate to comics? No. Okay. I, I think it's very difficult to kind of build tension hmm. in a comic. Hmm. I think it's very difficult to have those jump scares. I think it's very difficult to have that kind of claustrophobic or that, you know, someone's watching you kind of feeling. Hmm. Even in a dark room with a TV on and a little bit of a noise in the background or whatever. I think that's very hard to do in a comic book. Hmm. I think, you know, people have had a good go at it. Yeah. Um, and there are occasions, you know, even in mainstream comics, hmm. you know, um, Swamp Thing, Man Thing, you know, stuff yeah. like that. There is moments in these books. But I just think... I think it's very hard to have those long, non-talking characters just there. Mm-hmm. Where with Freddy, you've got a lot of talking. He yeah. quips all the time. He gives yeah, him yeah. a bit of back chat. He, he explains. He, do, he So you have dialogue with stuff. Mm-hmm. I think having Michael Myers, you know, Friday 13th, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it were for, like, thing is the same. Um, Texas Chance of Mask yeah. doesn't speak. Yeah. So... It's not. There's no like. Even, does a dance. Does a nice dance. It does a dance. Yeah. Good. A good little jiggle. And there's no. There's no kind of like even internal monologue or anything. There's no, nothing. No. There's nothing. Um, and even even like the games, the, the the slasher games, they do have internal monologue. Yeah. I think they they see. There's something. Yeah. That a character just standing there isn't strong in, enough to do yeah, it. So in I, silence. I think the comics suffer from that. Hmm. I think they suffer from pacing issues with it yeah. as well. I think I think one of the one of the main things, like you were saying, the tension. You've got no music no. straight straight away. You've got no music, which is one of the highlights of any slasher yeah, film. So. You know, you know, especially Nightmare, especially Friday the Thirteenth, and especially we, Halloween. We don't have that. Yeah. Which is like iconic. Yeah, yeah, and, it, they, and they write it. Yeah. But it what? But but also, I think there's. I mean, we'll get on we'll get on to Friday the Thirteenth. But I think for me, there's not a lot of tension built because you don't see the character that often. Uh, you'd, and again, like in the film, they'll, you know, they'll have the teens, you know, having beer and all that other stuff and having sex. But then every so often you'll cut back to, you know, um, Jason walking around and just lurking and watching mm. them. You don't have that in these books. Even, not even for a second do you just really like have that. close up of his feet walking. Yeah. You, know, you, know he's, you know he's a presence. Just something like that would be enough. And and, and I get I get the the requirements of like 20 plus pages and stuff, but even just, just one of those pages, mm. just him maybe stalking and stuff would, and, would uh, help. Yeah. You kind of mentioned, mentioned, touched on it earlier. Was mm. the dream world to me is very comic booky. Yeah, it's very fantasy. You can do stuff that mm. were there's more possibilities. Yeah, Friday Thirteenth. I know it's just, you know it's more grounded. I know mm. it's silly to say yeah, a guy yeah. with a hockey mask, but it's yeah. more grounded. Yeah, arguably. Um, were in your dreams, pretty much anything you can think of, you can dream. Mm. So. And the books both do that. The books yeah. both take it into people, an area. People dream differently. I, yeah. I, I like the logic that they use in the Nightmare books about, you know, um, the little girl in the coma in the first story. Mm. There's a little girl in the coma and she keeps turning up and then disappearing because what it, what it turns out is she's in a coma and when they're giving her a medicine, she actually drops into REM sleep so she can dream. So she dreams for a little bit, but then it comes straight back out and she's yeah. assisting the main characters. So I like that there's, there's clearly, Chuck Dixon's clearly done a bit of research yes. into dreaming and what dreams happen and how dreams occur. Similar to what Wes Craven did when he yeah. did the, the first movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it lends itself. Both of both of the stories have massive fantasy elements of it. Mm. Yeah. You've got a war in the middle of a book. Yeah. 
and then you've got monsters and you've got this the, the, the first page I think on um, the second story is this Chinese lad running hmm. and he's in like there's a flying bolt there's a planet there yeah. there's, so it's it's straight away it's 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 like you've opened up a fantasy book yeah with the with a yeah. horror slash element yeah. to it and I, I, that's what I've always liked especially like the going back to like classic comics like Steve Ditko Doctor Strange books mm. always amazing looking because again like he could just draw these amazing fantasy worlds and there was no you know there's no budget there's no restraint it's just pure creativity on the page and i feel like this nightmare has that license to do that people dream differently people have different styles of dreams i had a friend a while back who he would dream at the end of his dream the credits would roll every time he had a dream he would see credits like it was a movie um i've never had that i've never dreamt people dreaming black and white and yeah all sorts of stuff so so no i i and i i I think you know, going to one of the things with the art mm. style as well. I think, you know, the art style's bright. It's it's colourful in places. There's the gore is beautifully red. Oh yeah, it's 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 it's. That's one of the things that I think does work yeah. when tra- when translating them to comic books. I think the gore in both books is effective. I th- yeah, I think Freddy's face is detailed as well, even mm. when it's just a slight panel. Yeah, um, like I've just opened up and he's had a big hole blown in front of him. But it is it's dripping. There's pages of dripping of blood and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think I think the art style and I like the art style in this book. Yeah, it's not great. It's not you know Jim Lee. It's it's no, it's, it's, it's not. Um, I think and um, I think we talked about this off off the recording that we think that the money was poured into the license mm. and then the writers. I don't think it was spent. Again, these these artists are not bad, but they're not like like you said. They're not Jim Lee. It's yeah. not. John Romita Jr. They're not top level artists. They are kind of your your regular everyday up and coming artists. Yeah. 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 Again, there's nothing nothing really terrible. I've seen a lot worse art than this. Yes. Transformers. Yeah. 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 There's stuff like that, and there's on on a lot of licensed books. I don't mind licensed books. I like the idea of licensed books, and I think it it gets people into comics. I've never had a problem with licensed books, but I can understand the restrictions and the problems, but also the freedoms given to artists and creators uh, with licensed books. And I think we're going to talk about that a little later. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think they're I think they're they're adequate. They're adequate artists. Um, or good artists, but I, I think I think you're right in what you say that the money has gone towards the license and the writers. Um, I think on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's uh, is it Andy Andy Lanning and Dan Abner? I no, idea. I think it's Dan, Dan Abner and Andy Lanning, or oh, they're, they're known as DNA. I think yeah. sometimes they did like um, they did the Annihilation Saga and a few other things as well. Aquaman, didn't uh, they? they don't write together anymore, but they used to do a lot together. Um, but we'll we'll read that another time. But yeah, I I had fun with this book. I liked it. Um, there's there's I think you mentioned before we recorded. There's not much. There's not new. There's no nudity in this, but there is nudity in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. And again, for me, the you know it's it's it as as beautiful as you can draw a woman. It's not better than a real woman. You know what I mean? Like the art is beautiful, looks good. The female form is great, but at the end of the day, I'd rather see a naked lady than a fo- than a photo of a, la- a naked lady or a yeah. picture of a naked lady because it's it's, it's painting the artist, of a na- naked what the lady. artist likes yeah exactly so you get different artists drawing women yeah. differently i know there's i know there's people out there that are very you know probably a little too into you know drawn characters and anime and all that other stuff and and get 
quite a thrill out of it. Let's let's just call it a thrill because uh, I don't want to delve into it any deeper than this. I don't get it. I, I'm not personally into that. If you know, there's people that are, people that you know into really into video game characters, and I'm like, that's that was never really something I was interested in. I was again, I was like, I like an actual woman or, or you know images of an actual woman or an actual naked woman that's my preference but if you're into that you know you're sharing a lot of you, I, I know probably too much uh, <laughs> I like naked ladies I like them uh, I like naked ladies I like seeing naked ladies let me see naked ladies uh, <laughs> I just want to see naked ladies luckily the internet's full of them uh, your so, phone's full of them any, I've got problems uh, <laughs> my phone's going to crash oh no <laughs> Oh, it's all sticky. Oh, no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, but I, watching the Freddy films, going back to that, there's actually no nudity in no. the Freddy films, which I I found surprising because I was like, well, Friday the 13th is full of it. That's kind yes. of one of the tropes of a slasher movie. Yeah. Um, but then when we looked at slashers, again, it was very rare those films had nudity in, like Black Christmas does have nudity, no. you know, um, Peeping Tom did. Peeping Tom did, but very brief, very, very. Yeah, brief. Yeah, it, it was pictures though, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and then a that, the of... woman, the woman takes the top off, yeah. but instantly fades to black. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, none of them have nudity. It was only really Friday the Thirteenth. It was like, get the big boobs in. Let's see some blood and boobs. Mm. Uh, you know, that's their, that was their thing. So, um, so I'm kind of not surprised that the Friday the Thirteenth has the boobs and Nightmare doesn't. So, how do you think it compares to the movies? What nightmare? Yeah, I I think I think it's a fairly good adaptation. It's fun, um, it's wacky. You know, I I don't think it's. I think like you were saying with comics, horror comics. For me, I again, you like you said, you can't really do the pacing, can't really do that much tension. I have had moments and experiences with horror comics yeah. where I've had a jump scare or something like that. But it's very rare, very very rare that that happens. Um, what I go into horror comics for are usually the visuals, the imagination, and the more like the eerie feeling, or the dis- or I'm seeing something yeah. very disturbing like, like or haunting. Nightbreed, yeah, that haunted. Haunted kind yeah. of stuff work, works it's, it's, better. Yeah, it's it's more that feeling. Yeah, uh, and less opposed to like ah 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 yeah, yeah. that kind of feeling. I don't. I I'm not looking for that necessarily. Or if I get it, great. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going. This, I'm going. I'm not going into a comic. Going. This is going to scare scare me. Yeah. And and this didn't. No, but but, but it, I had it, fun. It with reminded it. me very much of um, the later the Freddy movies, four and five, like um, mm. Dream Child and Dream Warrior, I think okay. are, which are, he's, he's almost a parody of himself by then, yeah. taking the piss out of himself. Yeah. You know, he's dressed up as the Wicked Witch of the West at one point yeah. and stuff. So this reminded me very much of that mm. fun, not horror. Yeah. Um, which for me, I think horror stops at number three. Hmm. I think Dream Warriors is probably the last one where he's, he's more of the boogeyman. Yeah. He's more of that thing. And he's then, not like this franchise. Yeah. You know. Like, he, by the fourth one, they're making toys for, yeah, for exactly. him and stuff like that. Yeah. So he, he'd become... You had the Freddy's stories, you had all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And then he, they become, kind of brought it back, didn't they, when Wes Craven came back? Yeah, and they, and they tried to kind of bring him back to kind of be... New, new Nightmare. Yeah, the, called, the, the boogeyman type stuff again. Mm. So uh, it's a long... It's, it's, it's a lot different from how you see him in the first movie. Yeah. Where he's properly scared he's mm. properly kind of figure in the back and, and I, I noticed in the first movie as well it's not as, as much effects on his voice there no. seems to be a lot of effects as, as it goes on it's like yeah. you're gonna die bitch and his, you know. his face gets more burnt and more crispy yeah. and like, the other one is, it's just just a little like it's it's like an actual burn victim yeah, the first yeah. one and you don't really get a good ever get a good look at him no not no. really it's always in shadow yeah. and stuff but the other the following even two you get a much better look at yeah, him yeah. Um, but again it's different I've not uh, seen two in ages yeah I watched it the other night I want to watch the uh, the documentary Scream yeah me Scream, too Scream Scream 
comma queen yeah. exclamation point my nightmare on elm street which is about the main actor who was a hiv survivor um and people have glommed onto that film as like a, one of the first gay horror it films does, i didn't yeah. notice it at the time when i was no i, I was like i was like i was very young i was like yeah, 13 yeah. 10 12 11 something like that so i didn't notice those things but watching it again, I was like, "My God, there's a lot of kind of it's a lot comes, of subtext." Comes out, yeah, it comes you know. out, and then there could be like, you know, um, is is Ed, is is Freddie like AIDS or something? Yeah. You know, he's and he's being he's being killed from the inside. I remember you know, reading some ways that in, in a lot of the scenes, he's just in like shorts and yeah. stuff. He's doing the more... camp, he's doing the camp dancing. He doesn't want to sleep with his girlfriend. Yeah, spends a lot of time with the guy. The guy even says, "You want to be here with me, sleep with me, as opposed to your girlfriend." You know, all this other stuff. So there's a lot, of, but he was. A, he was a, I think he was a closeted actor at the time, so he was he was struggling with that and being in Hollywood and and what that did to him and and the world around the kind of subculture at the time. Yeah. It was a subculture at the time. It's not yes. a subculture anymore, no, no. but it was very much like a you know it's a, a dark and disturbing you know dirty. That's what the mainstream kind of people in America would have thought of it back then. But obviously nowadays that mm. yeah, we're a bit more enlightened about, you know, gay culture and stuff. Um but yeah, it's really interesting. But however, I can't find it available. No, I can't get it in, anywhere. Available. No. It's, it's I think it was a shudder exclusive. But it's, it's on Amazon US. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But I can't get it anywhere. Yeah. Then we might need to get money to purchase a VPN if yeah. that if even if that works. I'm what like, do you think of the, the knives on the fingers? In the second one, yeah, I always thought it was a bit I quite, weird. I quite liked it. I quite yeah, liked it. Like it was coming out of his hand. It wasn't yeah, like a, it, I don't, the effects good. I yeah, the effects. Oh, good, it's really good. I, yeah, yeah, but I just I, I never. Yeah, it's a bit weird for me. Well, I kind of liked. It. I, I, I will say that the second one does break a lot of the rules that yes. were established in the first. It's complete. One. It's, 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 it's almost like, like a completely separate yeah, movie, and yeah. the third one goes is kind almost like a direct sequel. Yeah, yeah. It brings it back. I yeah, I think I prefer the first and the third one. Second one, I don't mind, but I, I tend I tend not to really remember the rest of them. Yeah, and I've I've heard that they're not amazing. No. Follow, following the third it's one, it's just all effects and yeah. silliness. I would I do want to watch New Nightmare though. I want to give that a go. Yeah, I've not seen I've, that for a while because I've I've heard that's that's pretty good. It's, it's, all right. it's a little scream like. It's a little. Well, like, it is. It's, it's like it's a, a proto yeah, yeah proto scream. I think he, he did that to test whether it would work, mm. and then he went under the scream. Yeah, and I, I quite like in this book as well, even though you think Freddy's dead. What do you think? He's never dead. Never. Dream, yeah. Dreams will never die. Dreams will never die, but his face will get a bit... Yeah, Nah, no, no, it's uh, severely burnt. What did you think of the... I know we're not even talking about the comics now, but what do you think of the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street? I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. it it's almost like... They took the tropes and they, 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 they ran with it. Um, a lot of people hate it. Absolutely yeah, hate but I, it. I think it's because there's so much fondness for Robert yeah. Englund and stuff. Yeah, and, true. And they tried to make him a. They tried to. They made him an actual child molester. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they made him a instead very, of just a child murderer. He's a molester. Yeah, and they, I always kind of thought he was a molester anyway. Yeah, they touch but, on it, yeah. but they never really. In this one, he's a full-on yeah, pedophile. Pedo, yeah. And so straight away, and this is why I never. I, I always struggled with with the later movies in the, mm. in the original franchises. The fact that like, you're liking a, a, a pedophile. Yeah, a child murderer. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Yeah, really. he's like, he's like, I'm kooky and I've got, yeah, I've got gags and puns. And, yeah, and you, but I also kill kids. You go in my boiler room, you'll find children's clothes. Oh. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't mind. I, I no. thought he was good. I can't remember the actor's name. Um, uh, Rorschach. Uh, Rorschach. Uh, oh god what is his name uh, 
I'll come back to it. Yeah. I'll come back to it. I can't I th- remember. I thought he was good. I thought the makeup effect with the nose missing, I thought yeah. was, was quite I thought, good. I thought, that, I thought it looked more like a burn victim, like a yes. real burn victim. Yeah, I do than, as well. Than the original. Um, I, I liked how it transitioned into the dream world. Like, you didn't really know. Yeah. Because they were, like, doing these micro-sleeps, yes. weren't they? Um, I love that idea and the kind of... I think Batman does micro-sleeps, doesn't he, to fight more crime. Uh, that's what he does. Fight crime. To vengeance, justice. Um, that's what he does. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm Freddy Krueger. I don't know. Anyway, um, no, I, did, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I, yeah, I didn't think it was. I didn't, I didn't expect. Terrible. I didn't expect much from it either. Like I'm not. I wasn't a massive fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I think they're good. It was Platinum and Junes, wasn't it? You know, the think Michael so. Bay who did the yeah. Friday the Thirteenth remake and the Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. so New Line must have given them the yeah, license. Yeah. I yeah. think at the time, if they're still with New Line, I'm not sure. Yeah, Warner still have them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I thought I thought it was fine. Anyway, so what are we saying for for Freddy? We quite we quite like Freddy. I like Freddy. I think I think that the writing's snappy. I think the writing's good. I think it it, it doesn't treat you silly. No. I think the art style is good. Mm. Uh, I think it's the imaginative. Kills. There's a bit yeah. more things you can the, do with it. The know, idea to to have to have a guy. Um, skateboarding down a knife, one of his, one of his, on his glove. <laughs> I think it's great. Grinding and, on that yeah, knife. Again, very, very reminiscent of number three, you know, yeah. the kind of puppets and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a good book and it, it, and I'm not a massive Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I like it, mm. but I wouldn't go out and buy the box set. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's fair. Um, I will, I will just, uh, I will just say this. If you were expecting a different podcast this week, um, I'm sorry, we were going to do the Clone Saga, um, but somebody, somebody didn't do their reading. Um, now, now, Dennis is an old school man. He's he's old. He's an old guy. He's old. He's an old man. He's he's you know he's getting on. In his in his years, um, now I recently um, I've got quite a lot digitally comic books, um, and I had a spare iPad, and I had a login, so I decided to give Dennis an iPad, which I don't give to anybody. I don't just give you know free iPads out. I'm not this cool guy who has lots of money. I've got no money at all. Please continue to give on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm not made of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I'm not. I'm not getting. Not, no advertisers are paying for this yet. Please help. Um, so I gave it him, and I said, "You know what? Sign into my account, Dennis, and you've got access to all my digital comics. Go crazy. Go crazy on comics, aren't you? You can. You know, I'll give you Marvel Unlimited as well. I've got that for the time being. You can have that." Um, I said, "Okay, Dennis." So this is two months ago now. I said, "We're going to do the Clone Saga, Dennis. So you get reading." Yeah, okay. I've kind of read some of it. <laughs> so, so there's. So there's probably about 500 pages in this book. So I, so fair play to Dennis. You know, he's he is a quick reader, though. I've seen him read comics in minutes. Yes. Like, full graphic novels in minutes. He's incredible. Like, that. that's brilliant. I think that's amazing. Um, however, he's he's gone three issues deep. Five now. Five issues deep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shock horror. So, so so that's, what's that? So that's 20 pages, probably 20 pages a piece. Yes. So maybe, maybe a third in. Yes. Probably about a third through. Maybe a little less, maybe a quarter, um, and you still not still not finished it after two months. No. Um, so, Paul, I did, I did. Now I know you've uh, you've criticised me in the past. Uh, I love you, Paul. Your friend of mine, Dennis. Yes. Lovely guy. Um, and he wished that I would telegraph what I'm doing more. So in the podcast, so not surprise people like I've done this. <laughs> which I kind of like to do. I've done this weird thing. Here, have it. Uh, do you like it? You don't like it? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> um, 
But I said, I said, you know what, Paul, I will do that. I will make sure that you're aware of what we're going to look at because Paul likes to either watch the movie, read the comic, and then listen to our opinions because he loves the show and he's a Patreon giver. Please keep giving, Paul. I love you. Uh, you know, and uh, you've let him down, Dennis, and all my listeners down, and all these people that are paying their good money yeah. to listen to the, to the Clone Saga. They yeah. want to hear the Clone Saga. They want to know um, what, what you know where Ben Riley comes from, where the Jackal comes from, all this. Where you've the let, Grizzly Bear comes where from. The grizz- where the Grizzly comes from. Yeah, where the Grizzly you know, comes from. How did Mysterio die? You know, yeah. you know, you know. What's the, what's Carrion? Who's that? You know, all these kind of characters. But and you, I don't even know that yet. And exactly, he's not even that far and in the book. What, what's even more amusing is um, Dan brought these these horror books around, and I've literally read them straight away. You, in 10 you read minutes. them? I think you read them in one night. I yeah. Think, I think I said I said here have these, and then I got. I think by the time I got back here. Um, sat down, had something to eat. You'd already got home and read them both. I'm like, yeah, they're good. Yeah, I'd already read them. I like physical books. I I, I struggle with digital. Mm. I like I like the tactile. I like the. I'm an analog guy. What yeah. can I say? I, I like I like that. You're old. Book. Yeah, you're old. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah. I struggle with it. That's all. that's why. Well, that's why I didn't want to. I didn't want to. So so I had to rush. You, I, have you read I it all? had to rush. I had to rush to so read both books yeah. to make sure that we had a podcast for these people that are paying their good money yeah. to replace it. I see. I've let I've let I've let you lot down. Let yourself down. I've, I've let I've let I've let Dan down. I've let everybody but down. But more importantly, and I think this is the worst thing. Comic books down. I've <laughs> I've let I've let my wife down. <laughs> Why? She won't give a shit either way, really. <laughs> I think she just says, if I disappear with a book, it gives her a piece for about right. an hour or something. So, okay. So, um, so you could have had 500. You could have done the 500 pages. I could have done. That must be at least 200 pages. Yeah. yeah. So you could have gone at least halfway through by, yeah, when, by the time you'd read that. Yeah. So, definitely. So, yeah. I am shit. You're you're a crap. You're a crap. And it's really weird because you, you've, 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 I've had your account for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Loads. And I think I've read two things on it because I just, Shame. Shame. I think it's Castle of the Bat I read. Oh yeah, else, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we were doing the Elseworlds, yeah, weren't we? World yeah. Divide or something. But yeah. then I went out and bought them and read them again because they were better. <laughs> so I, 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 it's I fine. It's fine. You know what, Dennis? To be fair, you've had a lot on, so I, I, I appreciate you've you've been dealing with some difficult things at the moment. So, but I do appreciate you uh, reading something. <laughs> you want to talk comics? We got to read them. That's the I, thing. I, 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 I could talk about comics yes. that i've read yeah exactly so look at i'm glad i'm glad you read that because that was kind of we had this idea for a little while when i got these books i was like you can have them we'll do the thing once we do it you can have them um so i'm glad you read them and i'm glad i you know it gave me it made me go fuck i gotta read these <laughs> during my 12 hour shift <laughs> yeah, it was literally, don't tell work yeah there you go read them ring you up. i read them read them yep good have you read the clone thing yet? No. No. What's no. Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. I'm what's trying- a clone? And what's what's really annoying is the things that I have read. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Great. It's, it's really a great good. book. It's yeah. a good and book. I've been like, I've been reading it. I've been Every, smiling. Everyone's, everyone's looking forward to that book yeah. so much now. I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been flicking I've, I've, the, the, the five issues I've read. I have enjoyed it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of been, you know, very nice reading old 70s Spider-Man and it's, stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, the, I mean, the, the opening... It contains a lot of other kind of clone. It basically the collection I've got is called the original Clone Saga, and it collects everything up until um, pretty much everything clone related up until the nineties Clone Saga. So this is the kind of seventies, eighties, a little bit of late eighties, uh, maybe nineties going into. Um, so it, you know it features all these kind of links and things. But it is the first story is quintessential classic Spidey, yeah. quintessential classic villains. You know, you've got Jerry Conway, you've got Ross Andrew, 
quality, quality stuff. And it's fun, it's fast-paced, it's great, uh, it's dynamic. It's everything I love about Spider-Man. And that's why I wanted to read it, Dennis. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that's what's, what's what I have enjoyed it. Yeah, and having a good I, time. I do, I do think what might be quicker is if I just go on to my diamond go, account and go buy, buy it. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just think that that's the thing like I'm more of a digital person now just because I don't have the room for all these books. Neither do I, um, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't have the room for all these books and it's it's convenient and if I want to like screen grab stuff and use that or you know post about it I yeah. can do that. Um and they're usually really cheap as well and also if it's digital it's never out of print, so I don't need to spend silly amounts no, on I think books. It, I think it's 50 quid. I think it's it? 49 the, the your collection you've got yeah. for me to buy. Yeah, that'd be a big one. But I think I think that will be quicker than waiting for me to read it on your iPad. Yeah, it could be. It could be. So I, I, but I did we'll, look at it. I, we'll actually, put it. I actually looked at it today. I bet you did. Yeah, I, I was like flicking down thinking, oh, I'm should, guilty. Should I, should, I, should I get it? Should I get it or not? Yeah. I might order it. It might not arrive because Diamond's like that, aren't they? Yeah. I never know if it's going to arrive or not. True, so, that is true. That is true. Um, I'll give it another go. It's I, I, the iPad's now next to, and I'm not sleeping very well. Yes, and one of the things I've been told to, is, is read and not play games and crap. So it's yeah. there next to me. So I may, when I'm awake next time, have a, have yeah. a flick. And that's why I got yeah. five issues because I've, I've not been sleeping. So I've read it. Of course, it. yeah, yeah. You've shamed me, haven't you? Shamed you. Shamed you. You've- it's only it's only because. I'm, you know, I'll be honest. I'm very guilty of going. I'm going to do this, and then I don't do it. So, so you know, it's my own fault as well. There's a lot of things I've gone. I've announced this, and then I, for whatever reason, it doesn't come off. Like I've accidentally deleted the podcast, or you know, or if it's not recorded properly, or something, uh, or just, or it was just that bad. I don't want to even talk about it. You know, there's a lot of films that I do. I go, oh, that's a bit shit actually. Mm. Or there's, you know, things like that. You know. Um, anyway, so the next time we talk about comics. It will be the clone. It better be. I will better read, be the clone I, it saga. will be the clone saga. Better be the clone saga. Whether, okay. I, whether I buy it or not, I I, I promise okay. I promise Paul. Because I promise you, Paul, it will be Spider Man Clone because, Saga. Because uh, yes, Paul and everybody else, all the Everyone, other all yeah, the other Patreons, yeah. all but the other I, fans. I, 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 I deliver comics to Paul and he can kick me in the balls. He will. So I, I hope he does. Kick him, sure. give him a good kick, Paul. Give him a good kick. Because Paul could have read that. He could have. He could have yeah. read that. And he could have like, bought it. He could have bought be, it from me. He could have he could be rubbing his hands, just going, Oh, I can't wait to hear what they have I to know. say. And you ruined him. But I also want <laughs> You just made me joke at my coke. <laughs> <coughs> Choke on my coke. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said coke and not yeah, anything else. Been smell, <laughs> it's that, <clears throat> that's how close we are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're in my flat alone. What will happen? I've come to fix. I've come to fix your plumbing. Let me see your plumbing. Yeah, I've got a big shaft. Let me get my spanner out. Speaking of large, sharp, pointed phallic instruments, let's talk about Friday the Thirteenth. Machetes. Machete. Friday Machete doesn't text, but what does this comic do? Oh, can I can I can I just go straight into it? Oh, get a get a basic plot for us first. Oh, just be- it's Friday Thirteenth. Right, people know what the plot is. Oh, right, right, they do. <laughs> Most people, base, but base- some people that might not have even seen a Friday the Thirteenth film. So well, tell them what that is. It's a bunch of kids swimming, death, destruction, water. Right. 
camping. Right. Dennis has blown a fuse. So a Friday the 13th <laughs> movie is basically uh, teen, sexually sexually uh, active teens who like to smoke a lot of weed, head to, a, head to a camp for whatever reason, for whatever the plot needs, and Jason is there, or Pamela Voorhees, and they go around killing them because Jason drowned when someone was, some teens were having sex and smoking weed. So that is the main thrust as we would call it with a Friday the 13th movie. Depending on the film, there's slight differences, but that's the basic plot. Why does he look like his head's on backwards? I have no idea. It's not that well that is, I never drawn. noticed that. That's weird. Yeah, it's not the greatest. Anyway, anyway um, so, so yeah, so we've got Jason and there's a group that are, again, like the... It's got a lot of references to the original film. Yes. Like you've, got, yeah. like, you've got a crazy Ralph type. You've you got, got the di- it's, it's diner a, scene where no one wants to help yeah. or see anyone and they don't want to go anywhere. It's near a death camp. curse. It's got a death kiss. You've got reopening the cabin. Yeah, reopening the cabin, re, you know, making yeah. sure it's ready for kids in the summer. People keep warning them. They've got T-shirts saying, I survived yeah. Crystal Lake. They talk, about, they talk about the legends and all the bad things that have happened there and the death kiss uh, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's it's, it's pretty cut and dry, just your standard average uh, Friday the 13th plot. Jason turns up and tries to kill them one by one. Um, but you talk about it a bit more, Dennis. Now we've got the plot out of the way. <laughs> what we would call um, plot. I I was disappointed in this book. Yeah, we like we, we touched on it earlier about slashes and transferring in, into 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 the page. Hmm. He doesn't say anything, so it's very hard for you to kind of what are his motivations? Hmm. Why why is he in these hmm. woods? Is he lost? Hmm. Where's he get his machete from? I read it twice. I read it first really quickly. And then I, I spoke to Dan about it. And I thought I'm gonna, I may have done it an injustice and go yeah. back and read it again and, and spend a bit more time on it. And the second time I read it, it does feel like a Friday Thirteenth movie. Hmm. You've got nameless teens. Mm-hmm. You've got fodder. Yeah. You've got bad dialogue. Yeah. You've got boobies. Mm-hmm. I mean, blatant boobies. Like there's a death scene which shows lots of bodies and a boobs out. Yeah. For no reason. No reason. Gratuitous nudity. You've got a lake. So it's very much like the movies, and I have, I, you know, thinking about it, I, I have this kind of love of Friday Thirteenth. Hmm. But which realistically, we, which we have talked about yeah. on our top five Friday Thirteenth movies. Realistically, they're just trash. Yeah, but they're entertaining trash. So I can see what they're trying to do with the book hmm. because it does have the tropes in. You have, you have the, the building blocks, as you were saying, what makes a Friday Thirteenth. Hmm. So you have those building blocks. Yeah. Everything's there. Yeah, but it just does not work hmm. at all. And I think we didn't we didn't mention who writes this uh, or draws this. I I'll can't just, remember. So it is the team from um, a lot of Jonah Hex stories, which I really like. So it's written by Justin Gray and Jim Palmiotti, and the pencils are by Adam Archer, and the inks by Peter Guzman. Um, so yeah, those there are is far far too much talking in it. For it's almost like you're reading like the Dark Knight Returns. Every page is packed with dialogue and these are stupid teens they shouldn't really be talking so you've got you've got kind of a you've got a group of stoners you've got the guy you've got the guy working for the guy who owns the camp yes you've got a couple of couple of girls one who has some mental issues and is on some medication um you've got a 
one couple and his shaggy friend. Um, and then you've got with, another... With his head on backwards. Yeah, with his head on backwards in that particular shot. And then you've got another couple, um, a Spanish couple, I think, yeah. um, uh, as well there. And uh, they've all, they're all the stock kind of characters, the stock. But the, the book spends... Like, if you if you look at both books side by side, you can see the amount of dialogue that is packed into every page is far too much. And if these characters are fodder, why have we got so much dialogue coming out of all of them? If they're just... If you're, if you're trying to kind of do a, a, you know, a pastiche on Friday the 13th, if you're going, these people are the fodder, um, you know... Why do we have so much character development for them when they're very shallow characters? That's that's my issue with it. Um, I don't know how much freedom the writers had. I will say this, that the when you get a licensed book, off, often there's things that you can and can't do with certain characters that can't be seen doing this or it would something would be out of character. So I'm not sure if there's maybe some kind of agreement on certain things they have to include, certain things they have to excise from the stories or not include, because it definitely feels like they have to do a Friday the 13th, a regular Friday the 13th book. But it almost feels like they've written a script for a movie and it's like, okay, this is our script for our movie, but we, we can't make it. They've, re- they've rejected the movie script, so we're just going to put it into a comic. And it's too dialogue-heavy for me. Well, um, Jason doesn't turn up to um, page 47. 47. Well, there's an opening section with him yeah. in, but then it's pre- the last, you know, you get that horrible flashback, yeah. like three weeks previously. He's, he's or there. He three days, there. Pre- 24 hours in the past. You just get that. But it's And the dialogue is, is dumb. Yeah. It's dumb dialogue. Well, the, the dumb characters. That, they are that dumb. fight scene on the roof. Young, dumb, and full of cum, as, yeah, as somebody the, might the say. The fight scene on the roof where the, he's doing his martial arts and knocks yeah. him off the top. And it's like, why does it need any of that? Yeah. I, up until that point, I didn't even notice those two yeah. characters had any beef with each other. No, and now um, they do. Again, the gore is great. Yeah, the gore is really... The, there's, a, there's a great bit where um, <laughs> Jason thro- like he throws his machete through a window cuts a girl's head clean in half. There's a bit where the young girl is bashing what she thinks to be Jason's head in with the top of the toilet, um, the top of the toilet lid thing. Um, And there's loads of gore. The gore really works in both books. That's probably the the best thing. The toilet looks disgusting. Yeah, that is a a grim grim Um, toilet. And again, but do we we watch Friday the 13th movies for the in-depth characters? And do we watch? We watch it for the kills. Exactly. So I think that's a big tick for it. The kills are great. Mm imaginative but they are very few and far between yeah. and they take a lot now now this is just one story as well which yeah. i think which i think brings it down a bit in comparison with freddy's stories because there's two separate stories well, in that freddy's first kills in both books of yeah. page two and in the page two of the first yeah. one and page one of the first exactly book. so like, straight away it's, it's dead. bam you're in yeah. you're in it's freddy he's here he's there dead great but with with Friday the 13th, it, like, I, I get that they want to establish the characters, I get they want to establish problems, but it just, it's too much, and there's just, like, this inner bickering, uh, it's just, oh, like, there, is, there are some interesting ideas in it that I yeah. quite like. There's a bit where she gets 
uh, one of the girls gets pulled under, and there's lots of there's been this legend of all these kids drowning and dying in the in the lake, and then she's starting to get pulled down by these kind of ghost children, which I quite like the image of. Like we said, that Freddie was more in the book was a bit more visually interesting. Um, I like the dark blue and the black. Um, in comparison with the Freddy, which is quite red and fiery and stuff, and I think that was probably a choice as well. Yes. Um, I like. What else did I like? Oh, I like the the that Freddy kind of the mentally ill lady. He kind of hands her the machete as if she's going to like carry on his work or or become the next Jason or he's going to be have a partner in crime. Um, I like that idea, but yeah, it's a lot of uh, there's a lot of it's just a lot of filler. I feel. In this book, there's a lot of like not much happening. There's, it's. I think one of the other issues I have with it as well is it's set in modern day, and I feel after watching all the films last year that the Friday, the Friday the Thirteenth is a very eighties style slash. I can't really like. I know there's been films outside of the eighties, even in the future, but I've always felt that it has the it has this eighties aesthetic. Um, of like, let's get stoned and let's have sex and blah, you know, wearing all the skimpy outfits and the fashions of the time. And it's in modern day. They talk about listening to iPods and stuff. Um, and they do try and add stuff to... I think one of the, the benefits that Jason has over, like, Michael Myers is they never really explain... They explain sort of his reason for killing, but they never explain how he comes back from the dead, how he never really dies, you know, what the supernatural element is. He's a homing pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just circling in the lake constantly. Um, you know, even with Freddy, they kind of sort of explain how he got his dream powers and stuff with the, those weird slug things, uh, the worm things. But the thing, the thing, you know, Michael Myers got explained with the kind of thorn cults and why he's supernatural and stuff, but they never explain why, why Jason is supernatural. And I've always liked that um they do try and add a bit add a bit to the law with the the dead kids and the yeah, I don't like and the that. native american there's a native american massacre that happened yeah, there it's... um i don't think again i don't think that stuff needs to be explained but I, I was like there was so much stuff they could have done with this book that they, they there was opportunities to tell different stories opportunities to you know i would have loved to have pamela like in the video game in the friday the 13th video game you you get Pamela Voorhees, mm. like instructing Jason what to do, like kill them, Even kill in, for in mummy. The, the, the Friday Thirteenth puzzle game, it's yeah, just that you have the same thing. Yeah, you have her yeah, as a, a guiding yeah, she's figure, talking you through stuff. Yeah, it tells you how to do I also, stuff. I also, and it, we we should have had that, or or, or some kind of inner monologue for Jason, because I, I get that he's silent, he's strong, but. Like I'm so sick to death of hearing the dialogue from these other fodder characters. I just want some kind of insight to who he is. I also wanted to see um, wet Jason. Wet Jason. Like we said, we do like a good wet Jason. Yeah, and uh, he he looks... It's almost like they can't decide on what style to do. So they've looked at like number three and probably the remake... It looks, um, like, yeah. I think he looks a bit like the Freddy versus Jason, yeah, or, the, or the Jason all, X yeah, version, yeah, yeah. which is modern well. day, isn't it? Sort yeah. Of stuff. I'm just flicking through it now, and I, I just want to point out that yeah. every single nude scene, their boobs are massive. Yeah, they're ridiculous. I mean, apps, but not even. There's no way these women would walk. No, they're, they're ridiculous. There's, there's a sex scene where where one of the characters is, you know, naked, and her breasts are exposed, and they're just the the they're just it's like you've they filled a bag of water. It's just a big bag of water. Yeah. And they, they would huge. they would they would have to have breast reductions. There's no way they can they could function as a as a human being um, with breasts that large. It's just not possible. Yeah. I, I do like, like I said the kills like the, the, the kill at the beginning with the um, car hmm? and he hits him with the wrench and yeah. you see his teeth and his face comes yeah off. It comes off. That's really good, but hmm. it's just all filler. 
yeah. want to see more of that. I want to see yeah. more of... And you don't... He's never in the distance. Like, All these people saying, are, yeah, yeah. are partying down and stuff. Yeah. He should be in the... You should... You're not seeing straight yeah. away because you're focusing. Yeah, if you see yeah. if you see him in the background, or if there's a shot of of him looking at, out yeah. towards them, or something like that. That's what I was saying before. Like in in the Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. you, you get the music and you get the POV shots. No POV shots in, in this either, which I was kind of wanting to see. And when the art style is away from Jason and the kills, it's really it's rough. It's rough because yeah. it's boring. Yeah, it's dull. It's boring. And there's that guy's nothing going on. changes every time you see yeah. him. There's there's that there's that element that they introduce, which is I mean they're all assholes to each other as well. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. they're all horrible, horrible people, horrible to each other, cheating on each other, fighting each other. You know, you don't have empathy for any of them. No, the only the people I had empathy for were the two stoners. Actually, mm. that was the only ones I kind of at least they were like, well, they know what they are, they're stoners, but they're friends with each other. They got you know, and they're like the first to go. Yeah, and I was just like. Oh, fuck's sake and ones I actually even half felt something for because even like and there's bits where I just characters are just like not like they keep talking about being in a horror film and I'm like I, I get that but sometimes it's just they talk about it so much I'm like you might as well just say I'm in a Friday the 13th movie that's basically what you're saying yeah I'm in a Friday the 13th movie because that's all you keep referencing you re- you talk about all the slasher tropes and again if it was a pastiche or it was um mm. you know it was a spoof then I get it, but it's not a spoof, and it's not funny either. There's no charming elements. There's no there's no real humour. It's just it's, I, you know you know what I was saying about wanted that it's like it's it's kind of you know it's mean spirited, mean spirited, mean tempered. Yeah, it, it is that. It's just people being fucking awful to each other. And I get I get as well not what you want these characters to die. I get that because there's a lot of that in the movies. But I need one character who's not a complete dick. Um, for two minutes, like they're either coward, they're either really cowardly, or they're just a complete arsehole. There's no, there's no kind of middle ground. No, even the one who's mentally ill that you kind of feel a little bit for, she's still not great. You know, she's still not amazing. But she's the what? She's your focus character. And she's the one you're supposed it, to focus it in really on. Really annoys me because I, like I said, I love Friday Thirteenth. Hmm. I don't understand how they got it so wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. The source materials, like there. you said, it's a simple premise. Yeah, it's like, not. And you could, and you, and again, you could expand on different things. You could take him different Ooh, places. Put him in New York. Put yeah. him, put him somewhere else. Yeah. To, you know, put him into space. Do something with him. And I think other Friday the Thirteenth comics have done that. Yeah, and they've been like they've. I think there's a Jason X versus Jason. There's a Jason versus Leatherface. Yeah. There's, there's lots of other stuff there's, there's that's lots been of done. You could have done with him, yeah. but instead they've just spent forty odd pages with people being mean to each other. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't work. And it's just, it's continual. There's not, yeah. and it's not like, there's not even a bit where they're like, oh, you know what? I was a bit of a dick. Sorry about that. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have done that. No, there's well, no, it's, it's, I don't think one person apologizes to anybody. No, it's that fight with the, with, with the bearded guy and the, the bald-headed bloke. Hmm. And it's like, he's proper going in on him. Yeah. Just because he's different. Yeah. Yeah, straight like straight away they're already like there's this nerdy bearded guy who's a bit awkward, socially awkward. They just fucking hate him from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Have a go, constantly have a go at him. Constantly are saying, "Oh, you're fucking. You, why are you here? You're a retard." You know, and the, and the insults they the proper the proper like eighties insults yeah, as well. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you know if if the, if the, if this was modern day now, uh, everyone would be like, "Well, you're not in the friendship group anymore for <laughs> yeah. for using that word." Yes, I'm going to that particular uh, word is not cool. I'm going to. Un- friend you immediately yeah exactly that sort of thing but 90 pages 
90 pages. 90 pages. I think it's a little bit more than that. So I think it's 100 and some... You could have... You know what? 132 pages. You could have read 132 pages of the Clone Saga and it'd be so much better. Yeah, but it wouldn't have someone getting their head removed, would it? No, true. That is, that's fair. Um, it won't have that. But it will. Be, it would be a better experience on the whole, I will say that. Yeah, I, I would And it wouldn't have been as disappointing. Yeah. I'll be honest, the ending, the ending proper fucked me off as well. Yeah. The ending was... After all that, the ending is just... Like, I had one issue to go. I, I, I With Freddie, I did it in two sittings. I did two stories. Mm. With this, it took me at least three to four sittings. And the final sitting, I was so fucked off. It's such like a... Eh. Well, like I said, I it's read- like just spaff out an ending. Go on. I read the Friday 13th one in about 10 minutes. Yeah. 10, 15 minutes. And I read the Night of an Amish one. Took me about... 20 minutes to read there you go because and it's really weird because there's, there's a lot less dialogue in the Nightmare on yes, Street one I think that helps um, but it's more visually you spend more time looking at it yeah. with this one there's so much dialogue you're just going through it yeah, it's, like, just, it's just yeah, it becomes white noise yeah and just like, because it's because skipping through it yeah none of the dialogue is actually moving the, the, the story no. forward no there's, there's just, just no people point being in doing shit. it yeah. it's just people being shitty to each other and that's I, all it I, is I think I know what they were trying to do I think hmm. they were looking at Looking at the kind of what makes a Friday Thirteenth movie, and you, you've got all the, the the standard characters in there. You've got the ingredients. Yeah, but there's a reason why Friday Thirteenth is ninety minutes long or yeah. eighty minutes long. It's because they don't spend that much time nah. on on, on they the go, fodder. They go, "This is kind of my character. Yeah. This is my one note character. Oh, I'm dead." You're not going to get a Ben Hur no. kind of length <laughs> on, on on a Friday Thirteenth movie. Citizen Kane. Yeah, <laughs> even if you put all ten of them together. Yeah, you're not. It's still, it's still bum bum yeah. bum. It's murder, it's quick. set up murder, yeah. set up murder. I mean, look at part five when we were talking about part five. How many? That's like got the most murders in yeah. any Friday the Thirteenth yeah, yeah. movie, I think. And again, it literally introduce a character, kill them. Introduce yeah. a character, kill them. You know. But again, like Jason is barely in this. Like you said, he didn't turn up to page forty-seven, no. and then he just stands That's, there. Yeah, and then he just stands there, doesn't do anything, disappears, and again, no tensions built. The only time he turns up is to kill someone, and it's not like a surprise. It's not, oh, shock is here, you know, because you haven't built that tension. It's just like, oh, Jason's here, and again, and there's no like when I look at Jason here, there's no character to him. He's just there, and, the, and there's nothing about his his physicality that feels like no. Jason. There's nothing about the way he moves that feels like Jason. It's just, it's just. It's just oh, this is Jason. I, I don't He's like. Here. I don't like the mask. I know it's it's a stupid thing for me to say, hmm. but I want the axe mark in the mask and the bullet hole. The continuity for yeah. the continuity. Yeah, yeah because if it's modern day. Yeah, because that you know that does stick. I mean that that is one of the main yeah. things that sticks. And this is, there's a bullet hole here. Yeah. There's an extra hole here where he gets yeah. shot in the third one, and hmm. his head goes back and he goes yeah. down. So. And they they stay in. So even even in number six, where he picks his, you know, yeah. he's got a newish mask. Yeah, it still has it's the, still got the. Yeah. It, it still goes those. It's a, defi- it's a defining part of the history yeah. of the character. Yeah. And to me, I, I think even you're the right. co- even the cover does have it. No, I think you're right. I think it is based on the um, Freddy versus Jason hmm. because at the time Warner had all the rights. Yeah. This was New Line. They yeah. licensed. So I, I think it is based on that one. Yeah. Taller. The things that make him great, fast walking, hmm. head slam. I think it was 2007 and right. 2006 these released, I think. I'm going to, that's I'm hazarding a guess. I a can new, look it up. A but. new story based on the horrific films. Horrific films. It's a, mm. Well, <laughs> it's, not, it's not, it's kind of a horrific comic. But yeah, again, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I've read better stuff by these writers. Like, yeah, some, me too. All, all like... Whether you like or hate Jonah Hex, the Jonah Hex stories, and again, what's great about those Jonah Hex stories is they're, they're one-off tales, yes, or maybe small two or a small two-parter. It's almost like painting by numbers. Yeah, they know what the, they're just following. 
the kind of continuity yeah. of what makes a Friday the 13th movie yeah. and but, not really establishing anything new. It's like it's like it's like making a cake but they I feel like they've got all the ingredients but they just haven't done it there's some there's some element of it that hasn't been done correctly. What's the what's the thing that rises? What's that thing? The souffle. Souffle, yes. It's like the souffle. It's like they've done everything correctly. Everything's up. It's 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 rising. It's rising. It's Sinks rising. In the <laughs> Wait, that's that's the, what's happened with that. With book. the nightmare one, you could have very easily just made that the dreams very basic. Yeah, you could have made it like it's a, a boiler room. Yeah, a body being dragged through the school. Yeah, you could have made it a simple bedroom, a hand yeah. coming which up they, in the back, which they do in the original yeah. movie. Like t- you so, see Tina and stuff. So they could have made it very much like that. But no, they thought this is a comic. We can do things in comics. We yeah. can't do on the screen. Go Let's for it. fucking just. Fire it out there. Let's yeah. put this somewhere in space. Let's yeah. do all these things. Fire fire Freddy out of a fucking cannon. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. And I feel they... Ch- Chuck, reading that, he has more grasp of what made Freddy yeah. and the first... I would say the first three movies. Yeah. Maybe four interesting and fun. Mm. Yeah. We're here. They watch the movies and goes, we'll just copy that. And not thought about yeah. how it would translate into comics. It's just... They spent like... They just spend so much time with these characters. You know we're going to get murdered anyway. That you know we're gonna get killed. The guy in the leather jacket, you know, the guy who owns, who works yeah. with the guy who owns the place. Yeah. He's such a dick. Yeah, he's a, he's an arsehole. Well, they're not. They're, none of them are great. Yeah, but he's a real dick. Yeah. Well, he's this big businessman. Yeah. And, you know, blah blah blah. Um, but again, I, I, oh John, Look, there's his, there's his there's, a, there's, an, there's an element they added as well, which I'm I'm not sure if it's kind of offensive. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's in that's offensive in it. In mod through modern eyes, but there's this guy who's with his girlfriend. They're having issues. They're arguing a lot, and they don't like his best friend, the shaggy breast friend with the, the big beard and the head on backwards. Yes. you know that that weird looking guy, the the the, the slightly socially inept guy. Um, but he's not. He's never saying anything that's like. He's never saying anything that's like really annoying. He's going, oh, I know an interesting fact, and they go, shut up, you fucking prick. Yeah, he's, you're he's, fucking prick. He's like, what's he called? And the bushy hair and Chris Green Clover's character and, yeah, you know, yeah. a bit kind of socially awkward, but not yeah. offensive. It's the nerd or the geek or, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, oh, um, from part three, what's yeah. his name? The guy who gives him the ask. Yeah, oh, what's his name? Yeah. That was, our, that was our question for our competition as yeah. well, wasn't it? I remember. Gene, is it Gene? No, Is no. it you sure? No, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Might be Gene. Maybe Gene. Tell us, listeners. Yeah. Tell us if we're wrong. I, I can't he remember gets the for the life. In the head, doesn't he? I'll look at it. I'll look at it. He's a real life lawyer now. That guy. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, but um, he's fighting the rights, isn't he? He is fighting for the yeah. rights for the. I think for Cunningham. I yeah, think he's the first yeah. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyway. Anyway. We've, we've talked about that before. Listen to our top five Friday the Thirteenth movies podcast for all that information. But yeah, there's this moment where the the two the couple isn't getting on and the, they don't like the friend. Anyway, it turns out the guy is kissing. T- it turns out to be having a gay relationship with or an affair with his best friend, and she walks in on them, sees them tongue, proper tonguing each other as well, like, you know. Um, and I'm not sure if that's kind of the like it's the only kind of gay thing I've seen in a Friday the Thirteenth movie that I can think of off the top mm-hmm. of my head, like a gay character or gay characters so i thought that was kind of cool but to introduce them in that kind of way i don't know if that's maybe the because and then they talk they, there's a lot of like homophobic slurs after yeah, that, a lot yeah, of yeah. kind of homophobic yeah, yeah. dialogue yeah but luckily the people that say it, most of the people that say it get their ass kicked anyway yeah so yeah so that and but not until and, page 92 and then and then get killed mm. <laughs> they get kicked have, have their ass kicked by another character who is gay mm. or bisexual at the very least because he knows the way of the martial arts. He does, yes. He does. But then there's 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 even like a, a um, but yeah. I just 
I don't know if that was the best way to introduce something like that in the most positive light. Um, I also have no idea why I wave my hands up round because they can't actually see me do any martial arts. They cannot. They cannot. So technically, I did a backward flip, yeah. um, and I did Kick. like a Bruce Lee stuff, yeah. and then I sat back down. One, one inch punch. Continue. I'm trying to think what I, was, what I was talking about. The gay thing yeah. was, yeah. I don't know if that's maybe a little problematic for me. Um, I think I've introduced it's more than couldn't they? Yeah, they could have. They, they, they could have been like. They could have been like. Could be like. I'm in love. I'm. I'm gay, and I'm in love with you. That would have been fine. And then, and then you got killed. That would be fine. But the way it kind of. And then the homophobic slurs after that make me feel yeah. a bit uncomfortable. But again, I get that it's a Friday the 13th movie, so there's a, there's always well, a bit of that. But that's the thing, in it? We said earlier about the 80s. Yeah. It's very... That's if, if that was very 80s. Yes. And if they set it in the 80s, yeah. that would be fine. That would be Because like, I go, that was of the era. Of that the was time. of the time. But this is fairly modern. Like so, two, We're talking 2007. Yeah, they're trying to mix modern with kind of... Yeah, the classic elements. Yeah, and it... Uh, no. No. It's crap. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't. I, I need to. I need to look at the ending again because I, I need ending, to know. Ending, I need to know exactly what fucked me off. Yeah, it's it's. Oh. There's not many. There's not many books that I've oh, gone. Yeah. I've gone back and read a oh, second yeah. time and still thought it's crap. Yeah. Most things I kind of I kind of skim read and think, oh, it's not very good. I'll go back and read it again. Yeah. And then kind of change my mind. The only thing what second time reading did for me with this was just kind of cement the fact that I I think I know what the what the creative team was trying, trying to, to do. do. Yeah. When they should have been really looking, this is what has happened. What can we do with that yeah. character? How do we make it better? Yeah. What How can, can we, we expand it? How can yeah. we, you know, I can see there's like almost inklings of ideas or things that maybe could work or He could... seems a little bit more self-aware in this one. Yeah. You know like when he gives the machete yeah, over yeah. and he he, he seems, knows what he's doing. He's not just a shark. Yeah. He seems to be a little, so that There's, why didn't they kind of develop yeah. that a bit more? Yeah, I I think there should have been either an inner monologue, or or Pamela Voorhees guiding him. I think if it had something like that, and again more shots of him in the background creeping through the woods, or him you know his point of view, or him just peering through the woods. Yes. Anything like that, just to build a little bit of tension. Cause, cause, and cause cut down on the dialogue. So much dialogue. You know yourself when you read any comic, you focus on the middle and then, oh, hang on, there's yeah. a character up there I've not yeah. seen before. You could have just done that. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit I would, more I'd on have, the bank. I'd have loved if I just went, if I went through a few pages and I went back and I went, oh my God, he's, he's actually yeah. coming closer towards them. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, something like that. Because that, that opening is when they're all on the bank of the river. Hmm. That's a perfect opportunity to have them in the background. Hmm. And they just don't take those opportunities. No. no. But... Again, there's like there's nothing of je- like there'll be complaints of certain films like Godzilla. You know, there wasn't enough Godzilla yeah, in it. Oh, it's too dark. For me, there's just not not enough Jason in it. You like, don't you don't watch you don't go to a horror movie with the main character like this hmm. to spend a good half of the book with characters you don't give a crap about. No. And you I hate these characters. I I hate these yeah. characters. Don't even not even slightly like them because they're all like they just fill those archetypes and that's all they are. But they. They're just constantly talking about themselves as these archetypes. And I'm just like, yeah, I know you're this archetype, but it's not any more interesting. Even, even the girl with the mental health, who's the hero, would you say? Yeah, kind of Pro- the, protagonist. Supposed, supposed to be the, the strong female yeah. character. She's annoying. She is, yeah, she's a real pain. Oh, yeah, the ending. Yeah, oh, the ending really fucked me off. Oh, yeah. Such a bad ending. Oh, after all that, I was like... Okay, at least, uh, at least I was like, at least it's ending. I'm sure they'll do something with it, and they just fucking throw it away. Yeah. And the policeman's probably the best character. Yeah, he's the most sensible character. Yeah. Um, or, the, or the couple at the start that tries to help her, yeah. uh, and then they die. 
but fucking hell, just not not good. Yeah. I, do, I do like that. What I will say is, I do like the symmetry of the covers for both books. Yep. So they both look very similar. Um, I'm going to put it in the, the. I've already posted some art for this anyway, uh, and I like that it's both kind of a headshot for Freddie and Jason, and also on the back uh, they have matching uh, back covers as well, yeah. which I didn't I didn't notice initially as the same and styling. They, they also have the variant covers, and they also have this kind of uh, this kind yeah. of checkered kind of. Um, I don't know what is it lettering or yeah, something. It's lettering. I think what it's kind the, of frame. framing. This kind of yeah. frame it has. I think it's similar the, as well. Um, what the the horror? What was it called? The, the three books. The House of Horror. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's kind of saying. Across. Uh, okay. But I, I I like I like the concept stuff at the back. Yeah. Um. That like you know, the Della, that yeah, looks really cool. Yeah, that's a good. That's a nice cover. That not in the book. Not in the book. Really cool. Yeah, exactly. Just chuck it in at the end. Yeah. Um, in the, <laughs> and right that that's back. very reminiscent of um, Final Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um. So you know the stuff at the back's quite good. It collects yeah. all the the, the stories. Same, and, same with Freddy, yeah, um, and the sketches the and stuff from, from people. Just, yeah, yeah, but it's shit. It's not. It's not very good. It's not very good Am book. I too, being too harsh? No, no, I agree. I don't think it's very good. Um, I'm just trying to think of other stuff to to talk about it. I mean, again, like the kills, I like. I like the kills. The but kills again, are great. Few and far between. The, the bit where he, you know, cuts the arm off. That's yeah, cruel. Yeah, you see bones. You slash. Look like, like in comparison, like look at that page. Yeah. And then open a page on the book of Freddy. Just look at the amount of dialogue. You can't see this, but look at that in comparison to that so page. So have you got one, two, so three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Twenty-two speech bubbles, bubbles. though, and, and, and they're paragraphs. Pretty yeah. much all of them are a paragraph, almost. 13, and they're all three words. There you go. I remember the cowgirl. There you go. That's it. Like, that just... And again, I think I think if the if it was split into two stories, I think that would help it, because it would have to move quicker, and it would have to get over and done with, and it would be more like a, a proper massacre. Like, you could have oh, had I, built... I, see, I forgot about that as well, when when she, when she they wake up and they've got cuts on them. Yeah, and yeah, fight. And blood, yeah. And blood and stuff and damage. And they're yeah. like, like the, there's a bit where in Freddy, in the Freddy book, where um, the army guy and his daughter are sleeping, and they're just sat there sleeping. They're like, well, we think she murdered her friend, so just leave, let them sleep for now. And then they come back to them, and they're covered in blood, and they're like, oh, bloody hell, they've been attacked. And they're like, how did this happen? And they're like, quick, mm. get them to the emergency room. Go, go, go. And it's... Uh, and again, the ending of that... The ending of that first story of Freddy excellent ending. Yeah, it's good, what a it? great ending yeah i'll talk about the ending of that um so i don't have to talk about friday for the moment the the ending is that the the main girl in in friday who's trying to fight the dreams um again she has this connection with this little girl in the coma um and eventually they're taken into the emergency room they're in the final fight fight with freddy and just at the end freddy gets the girl and kills her the dad wakes up obviously next to his daughter she's dead he's gutted um but the little girl hints that um there's something something's good's going to come of this and then um they're like i'm really sorry but you're gonna have to sign this form this donor form and he's like what and it turns out that her heart is given to the little girl in the coma who is waiting for a heart and then they meet at the graveside and they hug and have this really sweet touching mm. moment that you know even though he was even though he you know that he failed he still succeeded in saving the little girl's life what a great ending now the ending of jason the ending of friday the 13th <laughs> The, we've got all this set up. So there's a kind of framing device where this girl's in the hospital. She's almost catatonic. Um, she's missed. She's been missing her meds, which they're like, well, maybe you did the murder, young girl. Maybe it wasn't Jason. Maybe it was you because you probably killed your boyfriend as well. And that's why you have all these mental issues because you were going to break up and then you had an accident while you were breaking up in the car and maybe you killed him. Anyway, um, Jason kind of hands her 
you know, she runs around naked for like 20 minutes again. She does. Ridiculous. No point to it. It's like she, she just strips off for no reason. To, to go back to uh, an early conversation a few weeks ago, her yeah. nipples yeah. are unbelievably big. Yeah. It makes like no... Ham- hamburger nips. Yeah, but it's also the actual nipple itself yeah. is, 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 is like it's not a how you draw. It's not how you draw breasts. It's, it's ridiculous. I could draw better breasts. I, w- I would say yeah. that, and even even Lynn from Alan Partridge could, could draw better breasts. But the thing is with it, if you think about the Friday Thirteenth movies, yeah, there were lots of different sizes. Mm. There were obviously not a lot of implants then, and stuff. No, so no. It's, just natural breasts. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously a guy who likes big boobies. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with liking that, no. but it just doesn't add anything to the story. Because there's a bit where she she murders she murders accidentally because she's not been taking a medication. She murders the gay shaggy dude. Yes, because um, he looks a bit like Shaggy as well. Actually, he yeah. does look a bit like Shaggy with <laughs> um, the head on. Yeah, right so she thinks he's Jason, beats him to death with the toilet lid. Turns out it's him, and she panics and she just strips off all the clothes. For no reason, and then fall, slips in the blood and, and knocks herself out. Yeah. And then she wakes up, and then Jason gives her the machete. We've all been there. Yeah, of course, because we just strip off all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm going to do I, it in a second. I get I get maybe taking off a shirt, because it's covered in blood or something, maybe. But she would still have a bra on, or she would have something, you know. It's not that fucking hot. It's middle well, of it's the winter, or it's autumn, or something. I, I don't know a lot about breasts, but I yeah. imagine if they were that big, not to have a bra on would probably hurt. Yeah, exactly. And running around quite a yeah. lot. Like my, my boobs aren't that yeah. big, and mine are I mean, I mean so. going up and down the stairs, my breasts are yeah. very sore. So that big I think they would struggle exactly so so I think why just why like I, I get that obviously the I think I, I think they both understand their audiences a little bit yes like they understand what they need to do within these franchises they know what they have to say and the things they need to include but the nightmare one does it in a in a better way but the, anyway the ending of of, J, of Friday the 13th is that um Jason comes in killed all the hospital staff kills a police officer she she wakes up tries to fight him off runs away um and then he grabs her and they walk off into the dark following a few days another a woman's trying to sell Camp Crystal Lake which I actually quite enjoyed yeah. and he's like she's like um yeah it's lovely it's a real it's a real deal it's a good deal and um you're not going to reopen the camp are you he's like no no we're going to do a, a resort and we're going to kind of inject money and jobs into the area uh, it's going to be a great little resort da 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 uh, and then all of a sudden he gets an arrow through the neck because that's another reference to the, yeah. the first movie yeah. as well with the arrows uh, he gets an arrow and I think his Adam Apple com- no yeah. his eye comes his out, comes and, then out it, yeah. and his Adam Apple comes out and he kills the other woman uh, but before this happens, they find the young girl with the men- with the mental problems. She's dead in in the Crystal Lake, floating with no arms and head and stuff. Um, and that's it. Yep, it just ends there. Tumbleweed, Abs- absolute waste of of an ending. Like fair enough. If if the the comic was poor all the way through, I was if it was if the ending was good, I'd I'd forgive it. But it was just like right. Just fucking kill him. Everyone's dead. Just fucking kill some more people. Yeah. Let's not have a resolution. Let's not have a character survive. Let's just have every fucker dies as well. Yes. Like, there's not one person no, that survives. Everyone dies, yeah. Everyone dies. The guy, the other guy, yeah. the, all the friends, everybody's dead in one way or another. Again, there's nothing wrong with the deaths, there's nothing wrong with the gore, there's nothing wrong with the killing. But fuck me, after struggling through it, and then the ending just proper fucked me off um, and didn't add anything else to it. And where is he taking the bodies? I don't know. Is he? Why would he take the bodies? Are with they him? are they going underwater? Does he take them underwater? Yeah, why, and why is he going swimming? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember in the movies him apart yeah. from coming out of the water because Tommy got put that him little, in there. He's got that little shack. He's yeah, got that little shack. But he's got. He's, 
he doesn't live in the water. No. He's not a merman. Maybe they, maybe they only saw Freddy versus Jason and was like, he's afraid of water. He's afraid of water. But he's obviously not. He's going swimming no. with dead people. And that's what never made sense about that movie to me. He's like, why is he afraid of the water? I know he drowned, but he's he's always swimming away or he's been put under the lake or he stays under the lake. So this, you know, that just jars with that even more. I don't but I don't know. It's a strange one. Well, at least the red's on the right way. That's true. That's true. Unless he kind of twists them round. That is a dreadful piece of artwork at the front. Yeah, it's not good. He's almost. Good. I think you should. I think you should take a picture of it and post it. You, you, you give it me, and I'll. Yeah, I'll post, I, it's, it, I'll post it's, it after we've released it, so I don't give yeah. up, give away the ending of the podcast. Um, and I, I, I've said well, I, th- I think we are giving away the end yeah. of the podcast. Well, so, 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 let, might as well just do it, Dennis. Um, so, uh, who, which book has the better writing? Um, 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 Fred, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. And what, uh, what film has the, what film, what comic has the better art? Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And what is a better adaptation of the, the film franchise Ooh. that it's based on? Mm. Let me think. That's a tricky one. Mm. I'm going to have to go with something a bit different and really? go, uh, okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Um, I feel. So, so Dan. Yes. Um, so, so I think uh, the best writing will be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. The best art will be Nightmare on Elm Street, and the best adaptation will be Nightmare on Elm Street. So we have a clear winner. Yeah, there's no, there's no debate. There's no, no, there's, no um, there's no back and forth. Again, these books are pretty hard to get hold of. Um, I would not recommend getting hold of Wild Storms Friday the Thirteenth because it is not good. It's not a good representation of that franchise. It's not fun. It's not. Um, the art is not good. It's pretty. I don't know. I think we really talked about the art, but the art, Robert. Any any scene what doesn't have Jason bland. in it is is rushed. So uh, the murders and the Jason bits, hmm. the artwork's quite good, but everything else, it's just poor. Like I said, well, for instance, the guy's got his head on backwards, but he's not. Yeah. It's just the way that, that he's drawn. Yeah. Um, and it's very grey and very. But it's reminiscent of the movies. I suppose a bit of grey, raining quite a lot, a bit hmm. dark, but. Yeah, it's just not good. No, and it's just not it's, good. It's drawn by somebody who who has this kind of stylization, stereotypical thing of what movie yeah. teens with boobs should look yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. And it's it doesn't, it's just poor. It, it doesn't work. It in looks 2000. cheap. It doesn't looks cheap. Looks tacky yeah. and it's bland. I've seen art in that style, in that similar style, but much more detail, yeah. much more dynamism. We have watched and read enough stuff to know even the most blandest female character can be made interesting. Yeah. And they don't. They just put no. boobs and big nips. No. Boobs, nips, and they just think that, that'll that that'll entice them. Yeah. I don't think these books ran very long. I don't think no, they, they didn't much more, yeah. much more. I don't know if they had any more one-offs or spin-offs or annuals well, or anything like the that. They lost the license, didn't they? They did lose the license, you know, eventually. Um, but I think most most licensed comics eventually will do that. Yeah, I think they lost it because they didn't stuff. produce anything. So, ah, yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's probably because maybe... I think it was a nice idea. Yeah. The relaunch. I would look. I would love to see more Friday yeah. the Thirteenth comics. Not like that. No. And um, and Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I like. I'd like to. I, I like things that are based on another media, adapted yeah. into another media, comics it, it, or it, movies, vice versa. Links in well with the relaunches of other characters and stuff, you know. <clears> and you had the Jason vs. Freddy movie. There were rumblings yeah. about Batman Jr. doing other things, so it kind of makes sense to have yeah. thing. But Friday the Thirteenth shit. Yeah. Again, film franchises fun. My one of my favorites. Yeah, so so it's even yeah. more disappointing. For it, it, you, I really. said that to you, didn't I? Yeah. When I when I say it, it's more disappointing because I'm a massive Jason fan. Yeah, um, and for the book to be that poor is almost kicking me in the balls. It's an insult. 
And I think we'll leave it there, Dennis. I think that's a good enough uh, <laughs> good enough way to end it. Um, are you on the social medias at the moment still, or are you still off them? Still off them. Still off them? Good, because it'll only fuck with your head. They're, they're just full of knobs. Yeah, there's a lot of knobs. And people who do podcasts and shit. But also, there's some really nice people on Twitter and Instagram and my Facebook. So yes. they're all great. Those people yeah, are great. Yeah. Those people and the Patreons are all great. Um, so if you want to find me, it's at Secret Boars on Facebook. Twitter, it's Dan underscore Boars. And Instagram is Spider Down Secret Boars. And don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle. And for everything else you need to know about the podcast, swing over to SpiderDown and thesecretballs.com on the World Wide Web to email me, read reviews, learn how you can support the podcast. Speaking of supporting the podcast, I'd like to thank my patrons on Patreon. I am Jack's Musings, Paul Meller, Max Byrne, Tony Farina, and Scott Hodgson. And thank you for continuing your donations. It is very much appreciated and helps prattle world keep on turning so uh thank you again guys and keep keep donating and i'll get dennis to do his fucking job i'm going to i should read spider-man the clone saga <laughs> yeah you will read Spider-Man. i will read it i will oh, read it don't we're also going to read man thing man thing because it is the i'm 50th, looking forward i'm looking forward to man i think you'll like man thing yeah i'm looking um, forward to man thing i think the, a lot of the stories are quite short as well They're plus not, i have a giant size man thing you do have a giant size man thing <laughs> Um, yes uh, we're going to read that and we've got a lot more kind of more comic book stuff coming up Um, I also yeah we're going to do Clone Saga we're going to do that Uh, and then there's some other stuff but but those things are the the next ones so Paul get reading Um, Steve Gerber's man thing specifically Steve Gerber's there's uh, three collections on Comixology I think there's a new one that's coming out uh, this April or May um, because Marvel are also doing a special kind of it's end of April beginning of May there we go there we go Scott Weatherly on the 20th Century Geek Podcast he's going to do one on Swamp Thing so I agreed I'd do one on Man Thing so we're going to you can you can go and listen to both because um, he's a very good co- podcaster as well so he's got some good stuff I'm sure he'll have a, a great insight on Swamp Thing uh, but I've kind of done Swamp Thing before so I don't really want to go back there uh, anyway that is the end so we'll leave you there thank you again guys you've been wonderful um, apologies for it not being the Clone Saga but we talked about that uh, and Dennis Give is going to stop. Rest. He's going to stop being a knob. He's going to stop being a knob and just read it. I don't think I'm going to stop being a knob. <laughs> I'll just read it. I get it. I get it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.